0: What a beautiful morning it has been already, just sitting in the presence of Jesus, our Savior, our King, the One who has transformed us and does continue to transform us. Thank you all for being here. Thank you for your part in lifting up and worshiping the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords this morning. I know... Uh, Thank you worship team for leading us But I also know that if the Auditorium was empty, it's just not quite as fun And quite as good So thank you all for Your part in worshiping and lifting up our king this morning He is so worthy and he is to be praised I'm excited for what God has for us this morning, excited to just be in His presence and sit at His feet and learn of Him this morning. I I kind of, like in a moment last Sunday, I all of a sudden I don't know kind of felt like I received a bit of a download what I should share today and as the week progressed and as I continued to pray and ask God what he had that continued to only become more clear so I'm trusting the Holy Spirit to breathe anointing and breathe life into these words and into our hearts this morning I also want to say at the beginning here this morning that I'm so thankful for each one of you. And I'm so thankful for the way that I get to see another part of Jesus, another part of who God is, lived out through all of you. And that's just very enriching to me, to our family just to, to to do life with you all and to see that God is at work and He's transforming us and He's changing us and that we can be real with each other. And I'm just so thankful for each one of you this morning. So as we move into this, I want to let you know that I'm grateful for who you are, for the gifts that you have. And as we jump into the subject that God laid on my heart, My desire is only that we would call out more of those gifts. Um, If we gave it a title this morning, I'd like to call it Gifts of the Spirit Activated. And I think with a title like that, we kind of know where we're going to go. Various gifts in the Bible are better referred to as gifts of the Spirit because they originate from the Spirit of God and not our soul's. These wonderful gifts of the Spirit not only minister to others through us, but can also minister to us ourselves. So many times we we talk about gifts and spiritual gifts and all these things, and there are gifts that some of us were just, I think, born with, certain tendencies. And God can breathe life into those gifts. Holy Spirit can anoint those gifts and that can be a wonderful thing. But specifically this morning, we want to focus on the gifts of the Spirit, those things that we cannot do at all in our strength, in our soul, with, without God, without the Holy Spirit's anointing in our life. Uh, I'm going to read um, a verse from 1 Corinthians 12 from the, the message. It says, God's various gifts are handed out everywhere but they all originate in God's Spirit. God's various ministries are carried out everywhere, but they all originate in God's Spirit. God's various expressions of power are in action everywhere, but God Himself is behind it all. Each person is given something to do that shows who God is. Everyone gets in on it. Everyone benefits. All kinds of things are handed out by the Spirit to all kinds of people The variety is wonderful. So that's um, we're going to look at 1 Corinthians 12. Um, There are a few uh, other passages in Scripture um, where it talks about gifts of the Spirit, and we might briefly go over those. Um, My point this morning is not necessarily to uh, go into depths of the meaning or some of those things but rather focus on what gift is God wanting to activate in me and in you today, this next week, this next month, this next year. Um, I'm thankful for the gifts that I see at work in this local body. I'm thankful for the way I see people surrendering and allowing God to flow, allowing the Holy Spirit to flow. It's been wonderful. It's awesome to see. But what else, what other gifts may be lying dormant in a room like this this morning that God wants to, the Holy Spirit wants to activate and wants to call out? So that's the real focus of um, my heart this morning. So we'll just read... um, a few verses starting in First Corinthians 12, verse one. It says, "Now concerning spiritual gifts, brothers, I do not want you to be uninformed. You know that when you were pagans, you were led astray to mute idols. However, you were, however, you were led. Therefore, I want you to understand that no one speaking in the spirit of God ever says Jesus is a curse, and no one can say Jesus is Lord except the Holy Spirit, except in the Holy Spirit." And then it goes on to the verse that I read. um, Various kinds of gifts, but they all come from that one Spirit, even the Spirit of God. And we will look at the the list, specifically starts um, in verse 8. So let's skip down to verse 8. For to one is given through the Spirit the utterance of wisdom, and to another the utterance of knowledge, according to the same Spirit. As he wills. So that's uh, briefly a list of eight gifts that the Holy Spirit gives that we as believers have the privilege and the opportunity to see activated or a little bit for, just to put it real basic, turned on in our lives. Um, I know for me, um, I've done a little bit of wiring in my life. I don't claim to be a an electrician that's for sure but I can do just enough to get me in trouble. Um three-way light switches always mess with me a little bit. I I don't I do it and flip the breaker, do it, flip the breaker. Okay, now we got it right. Okay, now it's working. Anyway, um but I believe that I'm I'm sure anybody who's done anything with electricity has had it where Yes, you want the breaker off when you're when you're working with the bare wires, but there are times when you're not sure why something is wrong with that outlet over there. And you're sure the breakers are all on, you've double-checked everything, you've triple-checked everything, but that one silly outlet won't work. And it's because there's no flow of electricity into that outlet for whatever reason. Um, growing up, we had a friend that did uh, appliance repair, and he said almost on a weekly basis, he would go to fix a washer, a dryer, a fridge, and it was either unplugged or the breaker was fixed, flipped. It happened almost on a weekly basis, and um, kind of an expensive breaker flip, you know, when a repair guy comes out and flips the breaker and charges you 70 $80, or whatever they charge nowadays, but he said it happened often, and I believe that many times for us as believers here this morning, it's very, very similar to... That breaker being flipped or that outlet not working. Maybe we don't know exactly why, but we, that, that flow is not going through us and we are not flowing in that gifting that Holy Spirit wants us to flow in. There is no condemnation this morning. I'm excited for the gifts that I see activated and that I see being flown, uh, people flowing in this morning. But what if Actually, I know there are more gifts that God wants to call out in each one of our hearts. Um, the most amazing thing to me about this thing of of spiritual gifts is that every single one of us, it's, it's part of our birthright. It belongs to us. Yes, we receive the Holy Spirit at salvation, but many times we don't receive a total infilling and all of these gifts are not fully working in us. And I think as the years go by, the more I realize... You know, when a need comes up, all of a sudden we see the Holy Spirit be able to flow through us and be able to do something that we never thought we could do. And that's really neat to watch him do that through us because we know the power is not us, but it's God working through us. Um, that, that verse in Corinthians it talks about that we're vessels, that the power of God may be not of us, but of him. And that's really an awesome thing to see. God wants to use each and every one of us in this room. So I don't really care if you're young or old or if you think you have a lot of gifts or if you think, well, man, what could I do for the Lord? Um, God wants to, through the Holy Spirit, activate more of the gifts of the Holy Spirit in your life. Um, These these gifts, even uh, we're going to look at two other passages Um, roughly, I think, 20 different gifts that we'll look at this morning. Um, And all of them are from the Holy Spirit. And if you look at a few other passages, there's even more. Some people say the New Testament has 26 different spiritual gifts. Um, I think, basically, my thought this morning in my heart is, you know, the gift to have is the gift that is needed at that moment of need. That situation that comes up Um, And I honestly believe the biggest thing that hinders us from flowing in those gifts is thinking that, well, that's not me. I don't have that gift. Lies that the enemy believes uh, that has caused us to believe or just saying, well, I mean, I've never done that before. Um, But so many times as we surrender to God, we realize, you know what? He can actually use me in a way I never thought possible, which is really, really awesome. And I know you guys have experienced that as well. Um, So this gift this morning, the list of gifts um, that we briefly read down through um, the gift of administration, the gift of being an apostle, discernment, faith, healing, helps, knowledge, miracles, prophecy, teaching, tongues, interpretation of tongues, and wisdom. Those are the gifts that um, are in 1 Corinthians 12. All of these are powerful and have their place, not in the church, but also even to the world around us. When you look at evangelizing and you think of how you could flow in some of these gifts as the Holy Spirit directs, it's pretty phenomenal and pretty amazing. Um, Romans 12, let's read briefly Romans 12. I think starting in verse three. This is another list of some of the gifts that the Holy Spirit wants to give us. It says, For by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. For as in one body we have many members, and the members do not all have the same function, so we... Though many are one body in Christ and individually members one of another, having gifts that differ according to grace, to, to the grace given to us, let us, let us use them in prophecy in proportion to our faith, in service in our serving. The one who teaches in teaching, the one who exhorts in his exhortation, the one who contributes in generosity. The one who leads with zeal. The one who does acts of mercy with cheerfulness. Let love be genuine. Abhor what is evil. Hold fast to what is good. So there we see another list of seven, uh, gifts that the Holy Spirit is desiring to impart to us as believers. Um, exhortation, giving, leadership, mercy, prophecy, service, and teaching. So these gifts are things that we don't naturally have a tendency towards. We can't necessarily do by ourselves. Um, I think, I remember a couple years ago here as a a church, I think it was actually in the small groups, we actually took a um, a spiritual gift, a little test I believe it was called, where you went through a, a series of questions and I'm not against those things. I think that they can help us to see who God created us to be. We can also see uh, something I've noticed at times in my own life is you take that test and 10 years later you take it and all of a sudden you're like, well, what the world? You, know, you start changing a little bit because the Holy Spirit is saying, you know what? I'm calling this out of you. And all of a sudden you, sh- you shift a little bit this way or a little bit that way in those giftings and the numbers and the way they they divide that up. So I'm not against those tests, but I am very jealous that we don't just think this morning that, oh, well, I have a natural ability to be gracious or I have a natural ability to speak. So then, you know, that's what I'm supposed to do, or that's my spiritual gift. That's the gift that the spirit has given to me. Um, Natural ability is wonderful, but there are people who are pagans and they're just naturally encouragers. You know, everywhere they go, they encourage people. Well, that's clearly not a gift of the Holy Spirit. And so this morning, I want us to ponder and think beyond just maybe our natural abilities or our natural tendency um, and think more along the line of what is the Holy Spirit? What has he been activating in my life? Or what is He desiring to activate in my life? And to to me, many times in my life, that has looked scary because many times He puts something on our heart, and it's like, yeah, that, no, that's not me. Um, I don't think so. But yet, the Holy Spirit says, "Yeah, I got this. This is something I'm going to do in and through you, and I will give you the power. I will give you the whatever it takes to have this gift." activated in your life, which is amazing. So don't feel... Um, if this morning you can't come up with a, a gift right away, um, let's just pray and ask the Holy Spirit, what is that? I think many times um, God uses other people around us to activate that gift as well. Um, one more thing I wanted to say about as we desire to seek what our spiritual gifts are, what God wants to see activated in us, I think that many times we just need to look and say, okay, God, what are you? What have you been preparing me for? What have you been desiring to do in my life? And God, the Holy Spirit, many times gives us a desire in that certain area. Um, sometimes people say, yeah, but our hearts can be dece- deceitful and all these things. That's true. On the other hand, a sinful heart or a unregenerate heart does not want to, to to see God's kingdom advance, and so if if our heart is to do something to to advance God's kingdom, to flow in one of these gifts, we know that this is a, something that God has put on our heart, and God is wanting to see activated in our hearts and in our lives. There's times when we start see, we see something begin to be activated and maybe we don't even understand how it has a place. It's like, well this seems kind of far out. Like this is just this random <clears throat> random thing out here. How am I supposed to bless other people with it? Um, keep pressing in. Keep praying about it. Keep looking to the Holy Spirit for direction. He will lead us and he will help us to cultivate these gifts. The um the third Section where in Ephesians it talks about gifts. We won't necessarily read it. Ephesians 4, it talks about the gifts of apostle, evangelism, pastor, prophecy, and teaching. Um, Just another list that uh, people often look at when they look at spiritual gifts. These gifts are something that, as I mentioned, we can't do in our own strength. It's something that the Holy Spirit does through us. So this morning as we look at activating these gifts that the Holy Spirit has for us to flow in, there's many things that could hinder us. Definitely, the one thing that would hinder us would be sin in our life. And I know that there are those of you here that have a call to a certain gifting in your life and you're desiring to see some sin in your life dealt with, removed, taken out of your life, so that you can flow in that. And this morning I bless you for that desire, but I also believe there's deliverance from that sin so that you can flow and you can walk into the fullness that God has for you in his calling on each of your lives. I also believe that the hindrances this morning can many times be things that we have believed about ourselves That was a huge thing in my life for many, many years. Things that I knew I couldn't do because that's just not who I was. But yet when the Holy Spirit comes and takes over, all of a sudden we can do something that we thought we couldn't do. Praise be to the name of Jesus for that. I also believe that there can be hindrances this morning because some of us we never even cultivated the thought that maybe we could flow in a certain gifting. Um, this morning, I also have, as I was pondering this, maybe you have seen somebody else flow in a gifting or a calling, and you looked and you said, wow, that is a powerful gifting. Man, I would love to have the spirit of discernment. Okay? That, that can actually be... The Holy Spirit can sow a seed. It's not wrong to... Desire um, those gifts. It's not wrong to seek after gifts. I believe it's in... Um, yeah, First Corinthians 14 says, Pursue love and earnestly desire the spiritual gifts, especially that you may prophesy. Okay? And so maybe this morning you're sitting here and you're like, well, you know, I'm a lady. Maybe I'm not a pastor. Maybe I'm this. Maybe I'm that. I should desire to prophesy? Of course you should. It is one of the gifts of the Spirit. And so it is a wonderful thing to desire to see these gifts activated in each one of our lives. Every single one of us as followers of Christ have the opportunity and the privilege to see these gifts continue to be developed and continue to flow in each one of our lives. Um, There is some teaching that I would have seen some uh, growing up where it was kind of like you had one spiritual gift and it was just like one. And uh, amen for one spiritual gift, but man, why not have five or six, you know? Um, I'm convinced that the Holy Spirit wants to use us in many different and varied ways as we read in First Corinthians 12. All kinds of varied gifts. And so to, this morning, you know, it's wonderful if I feel like I have the gift of mercy But what about if there's a sick person standing in front of me? Well, I can be compassionate all day long. But what if I would say, Jesus, can you flow right through? Holy Spirit, can you flow through me with your healing power and touch and heal this person? Wouldn't that even be more powerful than flowing in the gift of mercy? Um, Not I'm not saying one gift is above another gift. They're all amazing. But in different situations there's normally one that would really, really be helpful at that moment. Um, you know, for me this morning, um, definitely I pray for gift of prophecy and that I can articulate the, what the Holy Spirit has laid on my heart this morning. Um, if if I get up here and, um, you know, maybe flow in another one of the gifts, maybe I get up here and... I, I flow in miracles, well, that might not really help you understand what I had on my heart this morning per se, um, so different gifts for different times and different places and my my encouragement to us this morning is one of the very best ways, yes, get rid of darkness, get rid of sin, anything that would hinder you to from flowing in the gifts that the Holy Spirit is giving you, but one of the best ways to see or even test and see can the Holy Spirit use me in this gifting? It's to just try, right? It's not about me. It's about the Holy Spirit. So if God lays something on my heart to pray for someone that they could be healed, it's not about me. It's about Him. So why am I so afraid to see if He can actually use me, that gifting in my life, to touch someone, and Jesus can do the healing. Through me, we just vessels, we're just channels. But many times I feel like we pull back and we say, "Well, that you know, that's not me." You know, I mean, I I know for me when I look at uh, generosity and giving, I always think, "Well, I mean, but I'm not you know a rich businessman who so no, but I can flow in that in my own way. We each have a opportunity to flow in these different gifting. In there, in the various situations of life that we come against and come up against. And I want to encourage you, um, especially parents, young people in your, in your homes, you, maybe you have younger brothers and sisters, maybe you're a mom and dad, whatever, you have children. There is tremendous opportunity to flow in these giftings in our own homes each and every day. I love when I see these things being activated. On a Sunday, on a Wednesday, on a Tuesday night, maybe at cops, whatever. I love that. But we also have other opportunities to practice and to test and say, God, I have a a burden for this. Are you giving me the gift of prophecy? I'm going to open my mouth and trust you, Holy Spirit. And just that step, that simple step of obedience many times will activate something new inside of us as believers that we never knew we had. And I've seen that just in the last three or four months here in this group. And it's been wonderful. And I praise God for it. And so my prayer this morning is just that that would continue to happen and we would be willing to take risks and to step out of our comfort zone And to allow the Holy Spirit to activate the the gifts of the Spirit inside of us. Maybe it's something that you've never done. Maybe it's something that you never thought you could do. The Holy Spirit wants to activate that very thing inside you. Um, I'm not here, one balance I want to give, is I'm not here saying that every single one of us has a full measure of all these gifts. Because it's, it's clear that the Holy Spirit gives different gifts to different people. But I want to encourage us to go ahead and take a risk and step out. Don't just think you only have one or two. Be willing to flow as God lays a burden on your heart. What if that burden, what if that passion that He's put in on you is because He wants you to flow in that very gift? Just like when someone is, someone is working, they become stronger through work we become stronger in these giftings as we exercise ourselves in them. As we, as we submit and surrender to the Holy Spirit and allow the anointing of the Holy Spirit to flow through our lives, guess what? We become stronger in these giftings. And there's giftings here that they look a little scary to me too. But as the Holy Spirit directs, I desire to be faithful to say, yes, I surrender and I'm willing to flow. Maybe someone else can do it better than me. That wasn't the point. If God brings an opportunity, we just need to walk through that opportunity and flow in that moment and see what God will do. And we learn and we grow and we become stronger in these callings and in these giftings. Every believer can be used in the gifts of the Spirit. Some just kind of show up. All of a sudden you find yourself in a situation and you're like, what, what was that? Thank you, Jesus. I didn't know I could do that. I just, I just led somebody on the street to the Lord. I didn't know I had the gift of being an evangelist. That was God. Go ahead, do it again. You know, go ahead and talk to some more people that you meet on the street. Um, whatever it might be. So some, some just almost surprise us. Other gifts need to be cultivated. Other gifts need to be stirred up. As as it talks about, Um, believe it's in Timothy. The Holy Spirit wants to use each one of us, so nobody gets a free ticket um, or says this isn't for me this morning. Um, Something that has been really powerful to me in the last couple years has been even the way God has used my very my children to flow. And to, to just pray for me and to speak to me and speak truth and prophesy over me. Some crazy wild stuff. And um, so God wants to use children in this as well. And I want to encourage you as children, as you continue to understand, what does the Holy Spirit have for me? He wants to flow through you and He wants to give you gifts, even at 8 and 10 years old. There's not, it's not too early to begin to cultivate and to begin to grow the gifts that the Holy Spirit has for each one. So we can't activate our gifts just by walking in faith. Um, you know, if you feel this morning that you have the gift of healing, I would say probably hang out at the hospital a little. You know, there's opportunities there all the time. Um, I would say if you have, if you feel like you have the gift of prophecy, there's opportunities right here for that. I mean, come on. Um anyway, look for those opportunities to flow in those gifts and you will see them strengthened. You will see them um matured. I think of it a little bit like um you know, a baby when they're born, they have a very very difficult time eating solid food. And it's not just because they love milk so much, it's because they have no teeth, right? But as they begin to chew and gnaw all of a sudden guess what? You see teeth coming out of their gums and before too long they're you know fighting with you over a steak. and um, some of my children amaze me how much they love meat. They love meat more than me anyway. it's wild. but so those teeth were always there, but they were not activated. They were not engaged. they had not been uh, released or whatever you want to say. And I think the same thing can go for our spiritual gifts many, many times in our lives as Christians. Um, So a surrender to the Holy Spirit this morning is really what it takes to see these gifts activated and a willingness to step out and to do whatever God is laying on our hearts to do. Um, There is a lot of things that we could look at with this, but I do desire to mostly just focus on this morning, what would the Holy Spirit want to activate in our hearts and lives this morning as believers? There was um, some verses that came to me, which I believe that the Holy Spirit wants me to tie these in. And we're going to maybe shift gears a little bit and look into the story of Lazarus this morning. Um, We know the story very well, and obviously it's a story of Lazarus being brought back to life from the dead, and that's a powerful thing. But I, I believe that God wants me to just pull out a few things from this story this morning, specifically in regard to activating the gifts of the Spirit in each one of our lives. And I believe that God wants to use other believers to activate gifts of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Many times, we do something, we say something, we pray for someone, we flow in a certain calling and we just did it. You know, we, we don't know what we did. We just were flowing. And someone else sees and says, Wow, bless you. I was so inspired. And, you, and you're like, really? Okay. Because it's the Holy Spirit, it's not that we can take credit to ourselves, But I feel like many times we don't even hardly know sometimes when God is using us. And so I believe it takes other believers... That's one other way that God wants to activate these gifts in each one of our lives, um, is other believers to come and to call those things out in us. And that's a very powerful thing. Um, we know this story very well, so we're not, for the sake of time, we won't necessarily read down through. Um, I do want to look at John eleven twenty five, just because, well, it's talking about Jesus, so... Jesus says in John 11:25 Jesus said to her I am the resurrection and the life whoever believes in me though he die he shall live and everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die do you believe this so Jesus is the resurrection and the life and there is no gifting this morning that is going to be able to come to life through human effort through human endeavor Or through intellect. It is through the gifts of the Holy Spirit that these gifts can be activated. And even the gift of this, I believe it takes the gift of discernment for other believers to call these gifts out of us and to see these things in us. So may God continue to see, may that God continue to help that flow and may we continue to see more and more gifts activated in our midst. I'm dropping down. We see in verse 34, um, we're spoke, basically going to focus on the red letters that Jesus said through this story. So verse 34, we see that Jesus said, where have you laid him? And we know that he was wondering where Lazarus was. Where'd you put him? But this morning, I believe that God is saying to us this morning and God wants to use us as, as believers to each other and say, where are you hiding your gifting? Where are you hiding the gifts of the Spirit? What is it that is hindering you? Somewhere there's something powerful inside of you, but it's locked away inside a tomb. And God wants us as believers to call that out of each other. So where have you laid Him? Why am I not seeing this gift brought to fruition? I've seen you exercise yourself in this or that gift, but something's hindering it. What is hindering it? And to... Call that out and say, "What is it? Where are you hiding this?" The next thing we see that Jesus says in verse 30, or thirty-nine, He says, "Take away the stone." And I believe that God also wants to use us as believers to other brothers and sisters in Christ, where we can come and help to roll away that stone. To use this the story or this metaphor roll away that stone, that that gifting can come to life, that that gifting can come out of the tomb, that that gifting that the Holy Spirit has put on that person can be brought to life. Sometimes there's brothers and sisters who that tomb is so sealed, and it has been sealed for so long, they don't even know that what's inside there. They don't even know what God, the Holy Spirit, wants to activate inside them. So God wants to use us as brothers and sisters at times to take away that stone so that that gifting can come out so that that calling can begin to be walked in and people can they can begin to flow in that gifting and that calling. And then um the next place we're going to jump down to is verse 43. Jesus cried out and said, he cried out, I think King James says with a loud voice, he said to him, Lazarus, come out. And I believe that, again, the Holy Spirit wants us as believers to call out the giftings out of other people's lives. Not only take away the stone, not only see bondage, I think the stone could easily be bondage, darkness, um, things that keep people, fear, sin, all of these things that keep the gifts from coming out. But Jesus wants us to call out those gifts in people's lives and to to speak to our brothers and sisters and to call that gifting out and say, come on out, you have the gifting, whatever it might be. God wants to use us as believers to call that gifting out. You have a tremendous call and a tremendous gifting in teaching, maybe that person never thought they had that gifting. I feel like many times as believers, we look at other gifting and we think, well, man, I wish I I can't do this or I can't do that. Um, Even in my own life, so many times I looked at people that I looked up to and I so desired to have their gifting that I was being hindered from flowing in my own calling and my own gifting. And so that's, that's a tendency. But I, I, I thank God for other believers, other spirit-filled believers who called gifting out in me. And this is a process. So I'm still in the middle of gifting being called out of me. And who knows what God will do. But I thank Him for it and I thank I'm thankful for other believers who saw things in me that I didn't know even existed. So as Christians, let's call out those giftings in other people. And then dropping down to verse 44, we see Jesus saying, Unbind him and let him go. So it's not only enough to see a gifting. It's not only enough to roll away the stone it's not only enough to call that gifting out but then i believe there's this process that god wants to do in each one of our lives where that gift that that gifting is unbound and it's loosed to be at work and be set free to go and do the work that god wants that gifting to do it's want that gifting wants god wants that gifting to be set free so that we can flow In the gifting of faith, so we can flow in the gifting of exhortation, so we can flow in the gift of mercy, so we can flow in tongues, evangelism, prophecy, giving, healing, helps, whatever it might be. Um, This list there's even more that God wants us to flow in, and so uh, this morning my prayer is that we could see gifts not only. Figure out where the gifts are among us. Not only, um, not only call those, not only roll away the stones or get rid of the hindrances that allow those gifts to flow, but that we would call them out and that, that we would unbind those gifts in each other and say, be set free, go, be activated, flow in the Holy Spirit and go and do what God wants you to do in this church, and all around the world around us. I am excited for how, what God is going to continue to do and how he's going to continue to flow. I'm excited that we get to live in 2020. I'm excited that we don't have to stay in the grave I'm excited that these gifts don't have to stay bound up. They don't have to stay in the grave, but rather the Holy Spirit is activating gifts among us. And I'm excited to see these gifts continue to be to flow and to be activated. And my prayer this morning is just that this, these this would continue to abound. We would continue to abound in every good work or in every good gifting that the Holy Spirit wants to give us without hindrance. Um, I know I, I've alluded to that. Definitely, there's been there were many things in my own life where there was hindrance that kept that flow back, and I'm sure this morning there's hindrances that God is still going to deal with in my own life that hold me back from flowing. But this morning, as we wrap this up, I believe for each one of us, we just need to be in that place of surrender. To God and saying, Holy Spirit, what would you have me to do? I'm willing to flow. I'm willing to flow way outside my comfort zone. I'm willing to allow the Holy Spirit to do His work in my life, even if it means me doing something that I never, ever have done. Um, I think specifically, I'm going to forget if it's this past Bible school or the year before, but I remember someone saying, they picked up the mic and they said, this is the first time I've ever held a mic. I don't even know why I'm doing it. And I, I just remember a young person saying that in this room. That's awesome. That's saying, okay, God, I surrender. You've given me something to say, and I'm going to pick up the mic. I've never done this. I don't know why I'm holding this mic, but here goes, right? Um, many times, we don't see that gifting. We don't really see it all outworked. We can't. It's not a neat little package that makes sense to us necessarily. But what is what has God put upon your heart? A burden, a passion, a zeal. What has God given you a desire for? Or what is something that you even admire and say, wow, that is a powerful gifting. What if God is wanting to activate that gifting in your life or in my life here today, this year, this week? And what is it that might hinder that gifting from being activated. So that pretty well uh, summarizes what I felt God lay on my heart. I'm excited because it's only getting better. And bless you guys. Bless you for the surrender. And I believe as we continue to surrender, we'll continue to see more and more of the giftings that God has for us and we'll continue to see the Holy Spirit continue to flow in our lives. Can we just um, kneel for prayer as we wrap it up? Jesus, we come before You this day. Thank You, Father, for who You are. Thank You that you, in You all fullness dwells. Thank You that in You is everything, Father. We do just come to You right now. And we pray, Lord Jesus, that You would speak to our hearts here this morning. Father, we pray that You would clearly speak and give guidance and direction. Holy Spirit, I ask that You would show individuals here this morning what doth hinder. What is it that hinders the flow? What is it that hinders these gifts of the Holy Spirit from being activated in their lives Father, thank You for the flow that I have seen in many lives here. Father, I just pray that that would continue in a greater measure and without hindrance. God, I also ask that You would give us this morning gifts of discernment, that we can call these gifts out. Lord, You know that many times you want to use us to touch and bless a brother or sister and to call something out of them that they never even saw was there. Thank you, Father, that this is you and you are the one who does these things through us. And we just come in an attitude of surrender right now. And we ask you, Holy Spirit, to, to speak and to flow. We ask You, Lord, that You would bring enlightenment to our hearts. What is a gift that You are calling me to, Holy Spirit? What is a gift that has been shut down? What is a gift that has been in a tomb in my life and sealed with a huge stone? That I have not been flowing in and not been activated. Father, you also know that at times we as humans, we step out and we try to flow in a certain gifting. And maybe it doesn't work out how we thought and we draw back from that gifting. And I pray specifically, Lord, for anyone here this morning who that might be their case. I just pray, Lord Jesus, that you would come and touch that once again that gifting in their life, I pray that they would be at a place of surrender where they can once again walk and flow in that gifting, Father. Thank You, Holy Spirit, for what You want to do in each heart and each life here. And we just ask that You would... Show us what the next steps are in each one of our lives, Father. Thank You for this church. Thank You for all that You are doing. We just ask that You would continue to flow. We ask that You would continue to take away the hindrances. We ask You would continue to unbind the grave clothes. We ask, Holy Spirit, You would continue to call out to dead things come alive. In Jesus' name, amen.